Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, hello, everyone. It's very exciting. It's already, what, July 8th? I mean, who knew this year is going so fast? It's just speeding by. Already half the year is done, and we'll be in 2016 before you know it. Oh, my gosh, I can't even believe it. Anyway, I hope it's a good year so far for everyone. It certainly is for me. Of course, there are always challenges. There are always things that come along that we have to look at and deal with. And I think most of you who are listening out there are working hard to do just that and are probably fairly successful at it. And just like me, you all continue to want to get better at it, to handle things well, and to also clear enough and neutralize enough so that the problems just don't even manifest. And when they do, that they are less intense, less often, and less difficult and upsetting. So anyway, today is a new day and I have to say that the topic of the day was suggested by a listener and I was so pleased to have a suggestion. It came from Suzanne. I've worked on her on the show, um, I think several times. Um, And she was giving me some feedback from last week's show, or the last three weeks, the show I did on the female nature, the male nature, and the conflict between the two. So that was, she, I'll tell you what she said. She said, um, oh yeah, hi Janet, I've listened to your last three shows and they were very interesting, and she said that she loved that I split it up into the male and then the female and then the, the conflict in, in separate shows. So she really got a lot out of it. But in any case, she goes on to say that she would suggest a healing um, between the spiritual and the physical. And she, when she was listening to the show on the male and the female, she came to understand that within her anyway, that there were parts of both her male nature and her female nature that had physical and spiritual sides. And so she suggested that I do a show on, on that as well. So I wrote her back, of course, and said, Yay, what a great idea. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Today, I'm going to address the physical side. And it's going to be a little more expanded and a little different than the times I've worked on illness in the show. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, additional information, and then we're going to do the healing starting from a different perspective. And I think you'll find it very interesting and very helpful. Um, In the meantime, if anybody would like to call in, either just to listen to the show live, um, of course, if you're getting this number, you're probably already listening to it, or to call in to ask questions, give suggestions, give feedback, uh, request a healing, whatever you would like to do, please call in, and it's 646-668-8565. Again, that's 646-668-8565. And if there's anybody out there that can't call in, I know most of my listen, 
listeners are, you know, listening to the archive shows, please feel free to email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com, please, about anything. And I know I put out this plea <laughs> um, over and over again. And, and, and now Suzanne has taken a step forward to suggest a healing to me. And I know it's happened a couple of other times, but that's really an option out there for you. Because even if I've already done it, I'm in some ways, I've done he- illness, for example, on this show more than once. I can always find a new direction because there's so much higher self-information and so much uh, to learn really about things that we weren't aware of before. So I'm always happy to share and and trust me, I'm always open to suggestions. If it's something that I've you know, done so much and I can't find another option, you know, I'll just respond and say, boy, that's been really covered in, in shows these XYZ dates, maybe tune into those. But for the most part, probably any suggestion is something I could work on in some way, in some fashion. Okay, so now... So I guess I'm just going to go right into the physical body issues. And I wanted to say, you all have heard me say in some fashion, in some way, uh, whether it comes out in the healing or I'm explaining something, that if we're so focused on our material world to the expense of the spiritual side of ourselves, we are as unbalanced as someone who's so focused on the spiritual side of life that they ignore their own material good. You focus on one side or the other to the point where we're ignoring or barely dealing with the other side, we're completely out of balance. And I've explained that we need to bring ourselves into balance in both areas. On the spiritual side, we don't want to focus on to the point of self-sacrifice, to the point of, you know, losing all material good because we really get to the point where we're no good to anyone if we aren't good to ourselves first and we live in the material world we have to deal with it same if we're focusing totally on the material world to the expense of or ignoring that spiritual side of ourselves we are we are not addressing or realizing or touching or becoming all that we are. We're just focusing on one side and ignoring this other uh, very important side of our lives. So in the same way, I mean, I just began with that because you've heard me talk about it before in different ways. And in the same way, I want you all to think about the physical body. The If we if we focus on the spiritual side of life or the material side of life, either one to the point where we ignore the body, we're just as out of balance as if we focus on the body and the physical side of life at the expense of or instead of focusing on the spiritual side or the material side of life. So What I'm trying to say is that if we're in one extreme or another, you know, sometimes we've had lives and we all know people who were focused completely on the spiritual side of life or on 
their material gains they and their physical body comes second third fourth tenth and there is very little attention to the physical body and so the the focus is in different arenas whether it's the material arena or the spiritual arena even if those two are brought into a state of balance but we are ignoring the physical body it's we're out of balance the physical body is actually as important as the soul. Okay, now please don't think I'm about to read you the riot act and say, oh, you have to go out, you got to exercise, and you're not being, you know, balanced. If you're not, you know, I'm not going to read you the riot act. I'm not coming from that direction at all. There's plenty of people out there that are helping us get healthy, that are helping us pay attention to that physical part of our lives, the physical body. And they have way more information on what, you know, how to exercise properly, how how to eat properly and all that. And it's wonderful that there's all that information out there. It's absolutely essential. But that's not the direction I'm coming from. I'm not coming from the direction of saying, hey, guys, you got to exercise, you got to eat right, and this is what you have to do. And, and you know me, it's never about shoulds, okay? It's just absolutely not about shoulds. But what I'm getting at, the direction I'm coming from, is that the physical body is part of our existence. And if we want to get to the place, which I think everybody out there wants to get to, where we love ourselves properly we also must include the body, okay? We want to include the body in the proper self-love. If we love what we're doing, we love our relationships, we love our spiritual side of life, we love, you know, we're materially uh, comfortable or secure, but we are not paying attention to and we're not loving our physical body, we're still not loving ourselves properly. So, that's the direction I'm coming from. I'm wanting to help uh, everybody understand that proper self-love includes the physical body. Just It's not just about what you do, what you say, how you act. Um, and, and so this is, this is really important because we want to get to the place where we love ourselves properly. When we get to that place, we are manifesting a beautiful outer reality, our lives will be manifesting all that we want them to be manifesting. So this is an important aspect. So I want to, uh, the healing today will be around the, the loving the body. But before that, I want to just discuss a viewpoint uh, that the higher selves have brought to, brought to, uh, brought to us. And, I want you to understand that the idea that the body isn't as important as the soul is very conditioned for all of us. It's a conditioned response. Sometimes we, most times, I don't think we even think about it. But, but just hear me out. There, we've had eons of lifetimes, right, where we have laid aside the body lifetime after lifetime. Not only have we laid aside the body, but everyone we know lays aside the body, and goes to heaven, okay? So, and much of the spiritual side of life in many, many societies tell us 
that heaven is the end game. That when we die, we go to heaven, and that's where we find God and peace, life ever after, etc., etc. So without thinking about it, simply because of conditioning from lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, We've taken on a belief, really at almost the unconscious level, that the body isn't really all that important. Because we don't take the body, do we, when we go to heaven? No, we don't take it. So if heaven is the end game, and this is where we all want to be, and this is the, 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 the last place, the last step before you know, life ever after, why would we have any thought? or very many thoughts, because maybe we've been in some cultures or societies that did, did not say that, but we still saw everybody die, right? But why would, why would we even think about the fact that the body is important, okay? We would not be thinking about that. Now, in this day and age, as I've said, you know, the paying attention to the body has really come, in, come into its own, and it's now a big movement globally to take care of ourselves in many different ways, like I was talking about before. But what we all carry very deeply within us is what the higher selves call a solidified truth. And that truth is that the body isn't as important as the soul. Again, it may not be conscious, especially for those of you who are very conscious and aware of the physical body and really do uh, take it seriously. But at the inner levels, we carry those beliefs anyway, even if we don't believe it in this life. Okay? So, there, but there's more to it than just that. All right? I do want to explain, and I think I've talked about it a little bit on the show, although, as I've said before, I kind of get confused between my meetup groups and my private sessions and what I have or have not talked on the show. But in any case, I do want to explain that heaven is not the end game. Okay, heaven, in fact, guys, and this is in my uh, going to be very detailed in my next my second book, which I now have a launch date for of August 19th, so it is very close to coming out. But in any case, heaven isn't the end game because guess why, guys? Evolution never stops. It just never stops. And heaven is actually part of the human kingdom. It's where we go when we lay aside the body. But we're still humans. We're just on the other side of the veil without a body. Okay? Now, we move through the human kingdom in and out of body for eons of lifetimes until we get to the point of understanding where we came, where we get to what point? Guess what? One of the key points we, of awareness that we have to get to is that the body is as important as the soul. That, why is that? It's because in order to move to the next dimensional framework in our evolutionary process, the, all of humanities will be moving into the fifth dimension and or the interplanetary kingdom. Okay, we're human kingdom. The first dimension is mineral. Then the second is plant. The third is animal. The fourth is human. The fifth is the interplanetary kingdom. But in order to get there, guess what? We take our body with us. It is not heaven. 
we take the soul and the body. We go through a graduation process where we there's some changes that go on, and this is not the show, uh, and it probably won't come for quite a while. Um, this is not the show where I'm going to talk about the graduation process. But in fact, we take the body with us, the body and the soul. It moves through changes as we go through the graduation process, which is done solar system-wide, uh, the, the graduation, not by individual. So the souls that are ready to move into the fifth dimension, the fifth dimension and to go through that graduation process would reincarnate on this planet or any planet that is ready to do it. And there's, of course, thousands and tens of thousands and probably millions of planets throughout the kingdom universe. And they're all at different, those planets that are housing human, uh, housing life forms are all in different states of uh, evolution themselves, and many plants have already moved into the fifth dimension. E- you know, infinite number of solar systems, I should say. So uh, we all are. That's where every all the humanities go, and we aren't at the process point yet to to graduate yet on this planet. It is going to shift into the fifth dimension, the solar system, in about two thousand years. Keep in mind what I've told you before, that in 2,000 years, the frequency of energy will have gone 100,000 years. So the speed up of the evolutionary frequency is is exponential. The last 2,000 years, it was 10,000 uh, evolutionary frequency years, and the next 2,000 will be 100,000. So it's exponential, not arithmetic, not just little bit after little bit after little bit added on. So... This planet is going to be doing it in 2,000 years. Now, that doesn't mean, right, that we can't focus on loving the totality of who we are, including the physical body, even though we aren't going to be transforming or uh, moving into the fifth dimensional realm for 2,000 years. There is a lot more going on that that behooves us to to work on it and and get as far as we can in this life at this time. There is no stopwatch, however. There's nobody, you know, looking so well, you know, in ten minutes you're gonna be late. Okay? Nobody does that. There is absolutely no pressure. I just encourage each and every person that listens and each and every person that will be listening or has listened to Take part in this healing and become fully, as, as you know, take some serious steps forward in beginning to love the totality of the self, including the physical body. Now, you know, so often in life we are focusing on our relationships, you know, especially when we're doing this kind of work. Uh, that we're all doing the seeking and searching. We often do it because our relationships are terrible, or we've, we're in deep pain, uh, or we're addicted to something. Maybe we're, um, are, you know, we can't seem to get a job to save our lives. Our financial situation is terrible, and so often we have these these kinds of focus of attention. And those are all important. I'm not trying to say in any way, shape, or form they aren't. Often, too, we only focus on the body if we're ill or perhaps if we're very overweight, perhaps, or maybe we have a disability or something. But what I want to do is I want to focus on the physical body today in this healing to help us 
even if we don't have a serious illness, of course, if we do have one, if we do have a disability, if we do have a serious weight problem or something like that, all you know, great. We absolutely need to uh, go through this healing for those as well. But this is, even if there isn't something seriously problematic for you with a physical body, because as I said earlier, we all carry this, quote-unquote, solidified truth that the body is not as important as the soul. And this really holds us back in a lot of ways. I mean, how many of you guys out there, including myself, sort of know in the back of my mind, gee, I have to start exercising, or I have to exercise more, or I have to eat better, and I have to do this, whatever. We know, because there's so much out there now, we know what is best for our bodies. But how difficult is it for us sometimes to get going, right? It's because deep down we all carry this solidified truth, well, the body isn't all that important. There's something it's inferior to. It is less than what is going on in every other part of our lives. And so that's what we're going to be working on, but many other things instead. So as well, not instead, uh, as well. So, okay, I'm going to do the healing in a slightly different way. I'm going to do the amalgamation, of course, in the way that I always do it, but then the healing is going to start slightly in a slightly different place, and then we'll move on from there. What I want is that every single person begins to feel and sense true, loving feeling toward the body, and that's my hope that, that you will at least sense it, even if it isn't for the whole healing or it is for the healing and you don't take it with you once the healing stops. But at least get some sense of the proper loving of the body. It's We all have things that we have going on in our mind. Oh, I wish, you know, my hips were a little smaller or, or I was a little bit taller. Or, you know, why do I have flabby arms or, or you know, why, why don't, why is my hair always so curly? You know, I just don't like my curly hair. You know, I'm just giving you examples where we have bits and pieces of our physical beingness that we find fault with. And this is without having any serious illness. Now, of course, if we have a serious illness, where that's even more a bigger part of the things we tell ourselves. But wouldn't it be great, guys, to wake up every morning and say, oh, just love my body. And that's what where I'm hoping to give you some steps forward on that you no matter where your body is, in whatever condition it is, the higher selves tell, tell us over and over again, you begin by loving where you are. And that's exactly where I will begin, be beginning. So I'd like everyone now to just get comfortable and quiet your mind as best you can. Take a few deep breaths. Relax. And begin by simply focusing on my voice, keeping in mind that we are going to be using our focus of attention to activate all the divine energies and to move into this healing space where we are amalgamated and becoming one with the divine energies that we carry within and that will be doing all the work for us. 
today that will be helping us because we have to give it permission. We're in that human kingdom and we are giving permission to the divine energies to help us. They they can't just come in willy-nilly and do whatever needs to be done or to help us in whatever way because they can't trespass. And so they, we simply focus on giving those permission and giving the energy permission and inviting it in to care and and do all that stuff. It is our purest and most perfect and most potent point of power. So now that focus of attention is being activated. I'm seeing everybody standing. Uh, well, you know what? The, the symbol is changing, okay? Right now I'm seeing a river, and the river is got two sides. You know, we're all on the banks of the river, so to speak, and so we have a little bit of a different symbol today, but that's okay. Now, the the next part is that I want everyone to focus on that pure soul essence. And that's, even though we're a slightly different symbol, we we have already, I should say, activated the now moment. And the the forever now moment is already moving into place. It's because of the consistency. It happens almost automatic everybody expects expects it at the conscious mind and it happens whether i say it or not the higher self of course facilitate it and the forever now moment is definitely present and right now we're standing in this forever now moment um and i'm seeing the symbol of instead of the wheel of the rim of the wheel we're standing on the banks of a beautiful river and we are activating that pure soul essence light and that pure soul essence light, in fact, is moving into the river or becoming the river. It is just this beautiful, flowing, um, brilliant light that is, in essence, flowing in the river, but it's also filling the forever now moment, wherever that may be, and encompassing the totality of who we are at the soul level. So I wish... And given me the symbol a little bit later on, so that because we kind of don't don't mix with the amalgamation symbols I usually use, but but be rest assured, no matter what the symbol is, the process is the same. So we are expanding the light in through and around the totality of the physical body and our etheric bodies, the soul and the mind, and the I, because we're working on the the physical body today, I'm. I'm I especially want everyone to focus on the light within the body, within the physical body, and also through the forever now moment, all the physical bodies we've ever we've ever taken on, from mineral, plant, animal, human, and beyond. I want all of those physical bodies to be filled with this light. Of course, it's filling every every other part of ourselves at the soul level, but I want the consciousness to really be focused now on perceiving sensing the physical body being filled with light. <clears throat> okay. I'm now going to ask that we all amalgamate with the conglomerate higher selves, all of yours and mine and any other higher selves that wish to join with us today. And I feel a tremendous amount of energy moving in through and around. They, um, I feel that they are poised to help us with this exercise the higher selves gave me this exercise just so that you know they shifted it around a little bit so that we don't get too stale. 
I guess, are too used to or accustomed to the same old, same old. So they're changing it up for us today. And um, before we begin the exercise, I'm going to ask that we all be aware and invite in the amalgamation with the originating source of all there is. And that, too, it's absorbed the totality of the forever now moment and all of the souls, past, present, and future, that are uh, that are encompassed within this forever now moment. And now I want to bring your focus of attention back to the river where we're all standing on the banks on both sides, either side. And there's nothing special about either side. And right now, uh, I want all of us to create or send from our own pure soul essence level the divine love energy that we all carry. And we're going to call on the divine love also from the originating source. It's another endless, infinite resource of divine love. And I want that river to be filled with divine love. And I'm hoping all, all of you can see it. It is a beautiful, um, a beautiful, I'm seeing it as a, 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 a sort of a pink color, um, but, but not, but just very, a, a gentle, but very beautiful pink color. And, but you can see it in whatever color. There's no one right way to see it. But I'm just seeing it, and it's flowing. This river is flowing. And I want each and every one of us now to get into the river. And I want you all, this is the river of love. So it carries self-love. It carries love of every, on every level. We're going to be working with it today related to the physical body. And I'd like each and every one of you to please just walk down the riverbanks and climb into this river. It's got a gentle flow. Everyone can swim, whether you can swim in real life or not. It isn't about actual swimming. Remember, it's energetic. So it's not real water, but it feels like a flow. And we are moving our physical bodies right into this flow of love. And I want you all to feel as best you can, just either tread water or whatever symbol you'd like, or just float on the on the on the the energy of love. And I want you to feel it permeating and moving in through and around the totality of your physical bodies. It's moving into your limbs, into your all your organs, all your genes, all your cells, all the connective tissue, all the empty spaces, all the particles within the body, everywhere. And it's just intensifying. And I want you all to keep focusing on this love as best you can and feel it intensify and moving in. It is so powerful so, so powerful. And move with the with the love as best you can. Move with the love. And now I want you all, as you're moving along this river or as you're floating in it, it, it whatever this symbol that you would like to use or you feel comfortable with, 
Maybe you're just standing in the river. You're standing on the bottom of the river and you're able to just feel the waters flow by you. I now want each and every one of you to begin to let go of those parts. Strike that. I want each and every one of you to let go of the beliefs that we've carried for eons of time that the physical body isn't important, that the physical body is less than or uh, unequal to the soul, is not does not have a equal or a a real position of importance in our lives or significance in our lives. And I I want everyone to just feel the flow kind of washing through not only the physical body, but the belief systems that we carry about the physical body. And this one is so old and it's so ingrained that it might be a little difficult to, to dislodge, so to speak. But the flow of that love, and as it starts to dislodge that belief that the body isn't important, I want you will see that the it will flow it right into the river. And, of course, the river also contains all of the divine energies. And this, this belief system will begin to be neutralized. So you can feel it coming in through your back or in through the top of your head. You can feel it coming in through and around in, in your chakra system. However you wish to envision this divine love moving in finding all those belief systems that the body isn't important, that the body is something we don't have to pay attention to because when we die, we lay aside the body and then we go to heaven and we have life ever after. And so there is the crux of it. Now, different spiritual uh, belief systems and spiritual traditions may say it a little differently, but this is very much a part of many spiritual uh, spiritual um, traditions, even ones that, that believe that you, you return uh, and reincarnate. There's usually a point where at some point you, you stop reincarnating and you move into whatever. So, it, you know, we want to release all the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the beliefs, the uh, limited uh, truth, the solidified truth about the physical body not being important. Now, again, some of you uh, will, and I'm feeling some resistance, because this in some ways may be new for some, and that's fine. But, but remember, it isn't about belief. I just am asking everyone to stand in the center of neutrality and to between belief and disbelief because whether it's a disbelief or a belief, it creates a cap, a limit. That's as far as we can go. We can't go any further than those belief systems and that's why we want to release this idea that the body isn't as important as the soul or any other part of life. So it's because that belief is a cap and it affects us whether we are aware of it or not. So the idea is don't believe what I'm saying. Just don't disbelieve it. Allow yourself to be in the neutral space. And if it's in your highest ideal, keep in mind we're working with the divine energies. They can't hurt or harm us. If you don't carry that belief, you know what? It won't, it won't go. If I'm wrong and you, you know, whatever, okay, then, it, you know, there's no harm, no foul. 
So why not just stand in the center and allow the energy to work? Oh, and with that, I am now seeing some some movement here with some of this um, with some of this belief system because, as I said, a solidified truth is one that is unquestionable. There is no question. We see it all around us when, and that's the belief that everyone we know has. That when you lay aside the body, you go to heaven, and that's the hereafter. There's very few people, if any, and many or most previous lives we've had that say, "Hey, guess what? It isn't quite like that." There, there is continual evolution, and it never stops. And heaven is not that is not the end game. So we we whether we. So what we're doing here is I'm I'm really trying to help everyone let go of the idea that you have to believe what I'm saying. We already are dealing with a very powerful belief. We don't want to set up another powerful belief. We want to stand up. We want to set, stand between belief and disbelief because beliefs are the limiters. They cap how far we can go. So let's stand in the center of neutrality and just allow Whatever beliefs we had, known and unknown, whatever misunderstandings, misinterpretations, uh, misconceptions, and it is you at the soul level, with the help of your higher self, each of you are going to be releasing exactly what you're ready to release. But I do see, and I did see, a very uh, a much bigger movement of letting this solidified truth go after I started talking about standing in the center of neutrality. We are not looking to at all to set up more belief systems here. The higher self tells us all the time, do not believe, just don't disbelieve, and stand in the center of the uh, of neutrality and allow the energy allow the information in. If we get stuck on something and we hold tight to something, that's as far as we're going to get. Okay, so I'm feeling a lot of movement on that, and um, I'm seeing a little bit more joy coming in here. Okay, I'm seeing a little bit more joy. It's it's um, getting rid of that for some of you has been, uh, not that it's all gone, but I do see there's enough gone that there has that there's a shift now in the overall sense of uh, all of us in this river. Okay, now the next part I want you to do is I want each and every person to begin to release, and every it's individual for everyone, the things that you think about your physicality that you don't like, all your complaints. Okay. Now, some of them will be common, uh, like, for example, weight. We've all, if not in this life, we've had lives where we were overweight and the weight got in our way in some, in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes we were too thin. We didn't have enough to eat, and so we didn't like the thin body. It wasn't strong enough. How about the, the loss of a limb or the loss of an organ or the loss of hearing or the loss of sight or the loss of whatever? I want everyone to let go of all of those parts, those viewpoints about how we lost something, how we are, un- all the unhappiness, all the, the, the pain, the suffering, the sorrow. And instead, I want to bring into this river I want to activate within this the divine 
gratitude and the divine appreciation for all that the physical body does. If we've lost something, okay, maybe we've had we found what's been the benefit? Have we found inner strength? Maybe we bonded with others that are in the same boat. Maybe we have learned how to be more than than we ever thought we could have been. We 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 lost movement and we became paralyzed, but then we just we began to develop our psychic senses or our intelligence or our ability to sing or to write or to motivate others. Whatever. What have we benefited from from that? Sometimes being overweight becomes a motivator, for example. Boy, that added weight really has motivated me to get going because I'm I'm out of breath too much or I'm you know, uh, I can't keep up with my grandchildren or anything that comes up. Now I want you to bring in all of the, to feel the gratitude and the appreciation for all of whatever you were releasing earlier, whether it was the weight or the loss. I want you now to bring in the appreciation and the gratitude. Okay. Just keep doing it. It's it's a two-way street. I'm I'm I want you to always be working to release the the issues and also bringing in the self-love. Okay. Now, we're on this river and everybody is still processing and you can continue to release things that you're upset about your body maybe you're not tall enough maybe you're somebody extra short and it's just been the bane of your existence in some ways and trust me we've all been really short in some life even if we're not now i I think i've mentioned to you all that i was i don't know if you want to call them a a little person or a, a dwarf or a midget or something um i know of one life where i was and I used it to my advantage in that life. I became a court jester. So I think I mentioned that before. But we've all been short. So the 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 or we feel we're not quite tall enough, or we're too tall, or we're too gawky, or we're too this, and we're too that. I want everyone to release any and all issues about the the our height, um, our hair color, our the shape of our face. The maybe we've come in and we have extra wide hips, or maybe we've come in and our hands are just way too big for our bodies, or our head is way too big for our bodies. Now, these we don't like our eye color, you know, whatever happened with pretty blue or or startling green? Why do we get this, you know, mossy, uh, unnoticeable color of eyes, whatever? So I want everybody to to begin to go through the physical body. Maybe we've come in and we've had issues from the get-go. Maybe, like I think I've shared with you, I had uh, digestive issues. I came in with a congenital deformity and had problems from early, you know, when I was from being a toddler on. And so there's there's all of those kind of concerns too actual illness i want everyone to release actual illness too and we're going to have part of this um this river is the the idea of divine health and divine healing and divine balance 
Okay, so we're not only releasing the illness and issues that we have in the body, but some of them we think we can't change. Like if we have an extra big forehead or something, or we have an extra big, uh, you know, we're way too short, we feel that we can't change that in this life. And perhaps whatever it is, we can't change. However, we can change our viewpoint about it. We can let go of the our viewpoint that we are lacking in some way, that we are less than perfect, that we are, um, you know, all the unhappiness with how we look and instead bring in the perception of this is who I am. This is what I've chosen. This is the part of me. And I love this part, whether I have a big forehead or, you know, uh, sticky out ears or um, legs that are stumpy or something, no ankles or whatever the issue that, you know, we've all either had for ourselves or heard other people complain about. Because honestly, you have stumpy ankles. Maybe you're one that has absolutely become a fashionista about long skirts and, and long pants. You found a workaround for something you didn't like about yourself. What we want to do is we want to let go of the dislike, the viewpoint that stumpy ankles, there's something wrong with it. We want to bring in the love to the point where we wear short skirts and shorts and bathing suits and we are, you know, and capri pants. We are not ashamed of how we look. We're not embarrassed about our physicality, whatever it is. So I want to have everyone release the shame, the embarrassment, the wanting to hide the parts of ourselves that we don't find attractive in whatever way. We want to love exactly who we are physically, where we are physically. And so I want everyone to let go of all those viewpoints that we are lacking, that we are less than, that we uh, have unfortunate look, whatever it might be. And I want everyone to let go of that. And I'm feeling this river just, it's taking a lot of stuff with it. It is really taking a lot of stuff. I see so much, you know, at the top of the river where all the beautiful divine energies are sort of like a river has a as a starting point, they're coming in and the energies are so clear, but below all where all of us are in this river is dark. And the higher self are just showing me that, not, not to say, oh, nothing is being neutralized, but instead they're showing me that there's a lot of releases going on. And so I see a tremendous amount of relief. We want to, again, focus. We're going to go back to focus on loving ourselves with our physical body exactly where we are. We have cancer. We're 100 pounds overweight. We're missing a limb. We're disabled in some way. I want everyone to continue to release all of those complaints, all the beliefs, all the viewpoints that that is lacking or less than and bring in that feeling of love and appreciation understanding, forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself for looking whatever way you think you shouldn't be looking, 
that you don't want to be looking. Now, another aspect that's very important to this is that the physical body is, is a an expression of what we carry at the energetic level. So that if we are manifesting an illness or uh, some sort of debilitating something or some something wrong with the physical body, not I'm not talking about just sort of the superficial look, but some illness or something like that. What we want to do is we want to also release all the energetics. We want to appreciate the physical body for giving us a an indicator that's not all wet, not as all well at the energetic level. That we're carrying things at the at the soul level and the mind level that are have brought in illness or disability or problems in the physical body. We have allergies. We have um, an autoimmune disease. We have uh, we're pre-diabetic or we're whatever it is. Those things come in because the at the soul level we bring forward and we express in the physical body and at the outer reality exactly what we are believing within at the soul level and the mind level, at the energetic level. So when we have illnesses, when we have problems with the physical body, just like any other aspect of our lives, we we can also appreciate that this is bringing our focus of attention to issues that the, that the soul wants to clear up. The soul, this is the, the way the soul speaks to us. If our lives were great, we never had any problems, we would never bring our focus of attention to the parts that, and the, the areas within the soul that are in imbalanced, the misunderstandings, the pain, the hurt, the suffering. We would never have a way to know that those exist. So it's just as if we have bad relationships, it's an indicator to us that we're having um, some issues energetically, and you know what they are because I've talked about it endlessly in many of my shows. It's the same with the physical body. So we have issues, and I've talked about my my digestive problem, and the often I've talked about um, how many issues I've had over the years, but it just always gives me the opportunity to refocus on the energetics behind that issue. And slowly but surely, I've cleared away all my digestive issues. Again, maybe not completely all, but now they I don't have any symptoms. And once in a blue moon, if I get a symptom, I'm right on top of it again. Oh, there's still some residue under there. I'm going to get, get to it. And so they come up much less often and very gently. It's not anything intent because I get it now. This, this is my way. The physical body is manifesting issues that I still need to to work on. I'm, we need to clear and bring ourselves into a state of total neutrality. And luckily, you know, again, we have plenty of time, but this is the process. This is the opportunity that the physical body presents to us. So I want each and every one of you to begin to release, even if there is nothing wrong with the physical body now. That's good news. But we've had issues with the physical body in many, many lives, probably every life. And I want you to to release all of those issues. It could be something simple like psoriasis or uh, um, 
like I said, being hard of hearing, or maybe we have, uh, I mean, I guess I said allergies before, um, maybe we get colds all the time, maybe we're just never have enough energy, maybe we're out of breath all the time, maybe we have heart issues, maybe we have any issues with any of the other organs, maybe our hormones are out of balance, and, you know, for female, maybe we're, um, well, anyway, and you know what I mean, our hormones could be out of balance, or whatever it is, I want everyone to begin to release all the physical issues that we have, serious or not. This is right along with how we look. It's an, you know, it's, we want to give added focus to this because we don't want to have illness. We want to start to release, and we want to start to bring in simultaneously the appreciation for all of those issues, all of the issues. I used to have serious, serious allergies after I was pregnant with my daughter. And I moved into and discovered that there were several issues behind it, one of which was unexpressed grief. And I have worked on letting go of and neutralizing all of the grief. You know, I did right away, and I was able to change my, that that uh, allergy pattern uh, greatly it used to take up most of my uh, four or five months in the fall and four or five months in the in the spring, and I would get sick. I'd get eye infections. It was just really terrible. And now, if I have any allergies anymore at all, I just get a little two or three days, maybe a couple of weeks in the spring, and maybe in the fall, often I'll skip one or the other. just kind of depends, I guess, on weather patterns. But it doesn't affect my quality of life at all. I just sneeze a few times and, you know, and have some itchy eyes occasionally or blowing my nose. So it's really very minor. And so I just appreciate when it does happen, I'm like, oh, okay, not bothering me anymore. But I know there's still something underlying it or I wouldn't be having it anymore. Now, obviously, if you've lost a limb, we do not regenerate in this life, but perhaps by neutralizing and releasing, if you don't already have some sort of um, prosthesis, thesis, I forget the name of, you know, when you get a, a leg or an arm replaced with something, um, you know, metal or plastic or whatever they're made out of to help you walk or help you operate in your life, maybe the money for it will come in. You see, once we start to love ourselves, properly we and love the physical body completely properly we will bring in elements even for things that we can't change we will bring things in that will make life more joyful for us maybe we have an old wheelchair and it's really out of date but there's no way that you can afford one that has you know um, self-steering or something like that that you you know, you always have to have someone push you in the wheelchair because you're quadriplegic and you can't do it yourself. Let's love ourselves properly, guys. Let's let that flow. Let that love come in. Let's appreciate where we are, what we what we have, not what we have not. And just continue to bring in that divine appreciation, that divine love, and the divine acceptance of the self, the total acceptance of the self. 
And today we're focused on the acceptance of the physical body. And I really, really want to... um, I really, really want to have each and every one of you bring in that total acceptance of the body. Well, the interesting thing is, going back to the symbol, I am seeing very... um, It's like everybody in the river is really in the moment, in the movement with this love and is allowing the the release and is just enjoying like this sunny day and feeling good about the self. I want, and but here's the interesting thing. We're about to come to a place on the river where the, there's going to be distractions. We're coming around a bend and all of a sudden, there's all the distractions over here. And like one distraction are the the temptations that we have that affect us physically. It could be fatty foods. It could be fast foods. It could be sugary foods. It could be um, all sorts of things. And there's like this symbolic carnival going on. It looks like so much fun. And food is always a part of the carnival. It's the movie theater and there's movie snacks are are always a part of it. This is a distraction. These are the things that draw us in. So as we approach this carnival or the movie theater or however the symbol is that you would like, I want everyone to begin to release the whole idea of temptation. Just let temptation go. It is a hook. It is all the hooks or all the things that could be triggered. You know, we see... Um, We love cotton candy, for example. And so if we see cotton candy, it triggers that that temptation, that wanting, that desire for things that that don't work for us, that aren't right for the physical body. So let's let all those temptations go. Let's let all those temptations go, all those hooks. I want you to literally go in as we're approaching this carnival and let go of all the things that draw you in. The idea that there's certain comfort foods and without it you can't exist. That's a belief system. That you can't enjoy life. There's no joy if you can't have that that fifth piece of pizza. You know, there's no joy if you can't have, um, you know, uh, ice cream. You can't, there's no joy if you can't have, you know, whatever it is that for whatever person is what you might call your quote-unquote downfall. So I want everyone to release what they think of as downfall around food. Um, maybe you're just someone who who doesn't like vegetables, okay? Uh, I know we've all met people like that, and I want everyone, if, if and we can do this for sure, all of us, because there have probably been many lives where we didn't like the vegetables wherever we were. So I want everyone to release the dislike of the healthy foods, the dislike of the vegetables, the dislike of whatever is good for us, whether whatever it is. Um, so, you know, the resistance to foods. Oh, I can't eat that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. All of that resistance because it's it's maybe today we are resistant to eating things like fried foods because we know they aren't good for us. But in other lives, we resisted foods that were good for us for whatever reason and often had nothing to do with the health factors because the health factors weren't even known. They just, nobody knew. It was just food to put in our mouth. So, 
we want to release resistance to, and of course, it's not discernment we're releasing. It doesn't mean suddenly we're going to eat anything and everything because we're not going to have resistance anymore. We're, we're releasing the hook of resistance so that we can actually have discernment based on real understanding and information. So we want to release the knee-jerk reactions that we've taken on over lifetime after lifetime. We have very different viewpoints of the self and the body we're going to let go of too. It's as if we're going to go to that carnival and we're standing in front of those funhouse mirrors and we're seeing ourselves in distorted ways. We carry all those distortions within because we've been in we've been in situations and conditions in many lives where the idea of the perfect body was very different than the ideal today and we all still carry it. What carry that, that ideal no matter what it is. So I want everyone to release the ideal of the perfect body. All the distortions around that viewpoint, all those viewpoints about perfection. And actually, I'm seeing a lot of people actually release. It's as if you're letting go of the temptation, and the temptation is going to the to the the carnival, so to speak, or the movie house, and not the people in the river. I'm seeing everyone staying in the river. There's a couple of people that have actually gotten onto shore, but they haven't moved into the the carnival. And I just want to see what that's all about, because I'm seeing a couple of people, but Chances are there's many here. There's just a very, there's a lot of confusion and indecisive qualities going on here because, again, you know, this is this is the norm for them to be caught up in the temptation. It's the norm for all of us. So let's release the confusion about it. Let's release the misunderstanding and also the self-identities that this is who we are and who are we going to be when we aren't that person, when we don't give in to those temptations, when we don't fulfill what everyone thinks of us and what we think of ourselves. We um, Instead, we, we want to release all of that confusion and temptation and step back into the river and love ourselves for who we are. And I'm seeing both those parties step back into the river and there is releases continuing to go. I'm also seeing another distraction here, and this is the distraction of time, that their life is so busy, uh, whether it's with family or career or both or relationships or anything else, uh, spirituality, spiritual type activities that we do. It's this, and I see this just happens to be on the other side of the river. It is calling to us. Well, we have to do, we we don't have time to take care of the physical body. We don't have time because we're so busy in these other things. And I want everyone to begin to release the idea that there isn't enough time because time is flexible. We, You guys all know that. We can expand the now moment to the forever now moment. It is, an, it is a perception. It is a viewpoint that we hold on to that we can let go of. And I want everyone to begin to release the idea that, that we don't have enough time, that time is short, and the, the idea that if we, have to, if we can't do it all, the one thing we can let go of is attending to and, uh, the physical body. 
So I want everyone to release the whole idea of time. And again, that the body is less important than the career, the family, the relationship, the whatever else is drawing us. And and I just really, and, and boy, I see a bunch of people being drawn to this one because we've all been there. And again, I want to just, I want the... The, the river the, to be filled with divine understanding and divine clarity and the divine time, divine expansion of time. And with that release is anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety and fear that if you don't attend to these other things, that somehow life is going to fall down around you. You know, if, you, if you're not at work, you know, 70-hour week that, you know, you're either going to lose your job or you're going to lose what people, you know, the good feelings that people have, you know, all that self-sacrifice that we often do to, you know, as we go for the raises or we go for the the promotions or as we try to um, support our, ourselves and our families, there is a big draw there of feeling that, our lives are going to fall apart if we don't devote, devote, devote our time uh, and our energy all over there. And we all have things. There's career here, as I said. There's family here. There's all sorts of things where self-sacrifice comes into play. Because what are we sacrificing? We're sacrificing other areas of our lives. If we're fully devoted to work, we're sacrificing our family life and our physical body, perhaps, and other things, our gifts and talents. Um, so we want to release the the need to completely, you know, that there's not enough time and that there's no other way but to totally become uh, unidimensional in a way. And everything else can go by the wayside because this is the important thing. What we want to do is not to release it to the point where we literally stop working and we don't care about work. We want to release it so we don't go into that automatic thing, oh, there's not enough time. This is all I can do in my life. I can only do this. I don't have time to do the other stuff or I only get to touch on the other stuff And because we want to be more discerning. We want to have real choice, not having an automatic pilot. And so that's what I'm asking everyone to let go of is that whole essence and the anxiety and the fear and the uh, the shoulds about that part of our lives, all those other parts of our lives that take away from being standing in balance with all of our lives, loving the totality of the life, including, of course, the focus here is the physical body. And I'm watching the whole idea of expansion of time move in. And the the river itself is widening, which is very interesting to me. But the time expansion is moving in. I see the river becoming much wider. And what's happening is the 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 things on the banks that were distracting us, that carnival thing, and then the, the thing about time, which showed up as career and family and, and everything else, it's almost like they're moving further away, and it's indicating to me that they're that the releasing is very, very, um, very good. Everyone is releasing really well because they're more distant now. They're not as intensely drawing us, and the bunch of people that I saw moving that way have moved back into the river, and again, I want everyone to focus simply on this proper love of the self proper love of the physical body 
every aspect of the body, every single aspect, everything about the body. And as you're doing that, I'm asking you to to let go once again of the viewpoints that somehow the body is lacking, somehow the body is less than, somehow the body is betrayed you, somehow the body is uh, not your friend, and just allow all of those feelings, and there's feelings of failure here because there's many times where we felt the body failed us, we weren't strong enough, we weren't tall enough, we weren't... Uh, we couldn't run fast enough. We weren't, uh, you know, a, as good a uh, archer as we should be, and we couldn't kill enough food to feed our families, or we we weren't a good enough, you know, soldier or something. You know, all those physical things. I want everyone to let go of all the not good enough, all the not good enough. Please let all of those go, and just continue to take in and absorb this beautiful divine love, divine acceptance, and divine joy, and divine connection with the body. Okay. We're all continuing on the river, and the next thing I'm seeing is the process of aging, death, and dying. All of these processes affect us at the physical level. Illness is an important one, but we've handled illness already. You've heard me talk about aging, illness, death, and dying. But now what I'm being brought to is the the aging and the death and dying. In every single life, not only have we seen everybody around us age and die, but we also have aged and died. And so, again, this is a common element. We all carry these patterns in a very significant way. And I want everyone just to begin to let go of, as we approach it now, we're moving slowly, we have time, we we want to let go of the patterns that we've had of aging, death, and dying. We want to let go of, we'll start with the aging, aging of the physical body in any and every way, aging of the organs, aging of the processes, the, the systems, you know, the, the uh, circulatory system, the nervous system, the skeletal system, the muscle system, the re- reproductive system, the hormonal system, all those systems. I want everyone to begin to let go of that, the habit of aging, the habit of aging the conditioned response, the beliefs in aging. They're solidified also. Every single one of us has solidified beliefs in aging, and I want everyone to release those solidified beliefs. They're so solidified, we don't question the fact that we're going to age, and we gauge our lives around the stage of life we're in based on our age. And I want everyone to begin to release all of that stuff. Now, are we going to get rid of everything? No, probably not. But let's get started. We don't want to be one foot on a banana peel and the other one in a grave. We just want to release all the beliefs we have about aging. The fate of aging, the, the inescapable result 
of spending years in a body. I want everyone to release all of those as best they can to release all of that idea and belief in aging, that aging has to happen. It can't be avoided. It's, you know, any beliefs that it's magic to even think otherwise or it's uh, craziness or whatever. But let's release the aging beliefs. Even if we still age, this should help slow the aging and make it less difficult, less intense, less pervasive. So we want to increase by releasing the aging as much as we can. We can increase the quality of life. We want, and eventually, as as I said earlier, we will not be aging. We will be all humanities will be transforming the physical body and moving and taking it with us and uh, with them along with the soul and moving into the fifth dimension. So this aging is also something. It's also an idea that we need to let go of, neutralize, release, and begin to, and I want to bring in divine transformation, divine rejuvenation, divine regeneration. Uh, I want to call in the divine um, divine stem cell energy. It's They call it divine plasma. It starts to help replace if you've lost Hormones, because you've gotten to be a certain age, this divine plasma plasma can help replace the hormones. Of course, doing this once isn't going to overcome the absolute solidified truth, so I encourage everyone to continue to do it, and I want everyone to just continue to let that aging pattern go. Well, I'm a certain age. Everyone in my family has arthritis. I'm going to have arthritis. You know, all of those beliefs, beliefs and whatever you See around you, whatever you see in your family, whatever you've experienced, I want you to release all the beliefs you can. Whether you think you have them or not, we all have so many beliefs around this, known and unknown. So just say, I release all beliefs, known and unknown, direct or indirect, around this aging pattern. I want a next move to death and dying. They kind of go in hand. Sometimes we die very quickly. Uh, We don't go through a dying process. Sometimes we're dying for a long time before we actually, you know, die, die. And so, and then there's everything in between. And I want to release the, everything about death and dying. Let go of the belief systems that we have to die. The belief systems that dying is going to be terrible and painful because we've all had those terribly painful uh, experiences dying from disease and natural disaster and uh, being killed off or uh, in wars and all sorts of things like that. So I want everyone to release all the death and dying patterns as deeply and as much as you can. The the pain of it, the 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 sorrow, the shame when times where you feel like you shouldn't have died or you didn't do enough to die, uh, enough to prevent the dying, the, the, the feelings of failure, the feelings of um, incompetence, the feelings that, again, you're less than, or and then all the beliefs, which I can't possibly cover in this, but, but you know, when we have very difficult death experiences, we often come away and take away with us very deep, entrenched beliefs related to the death experience in some way. And I don't know what it can be. It can be that, you know, I'm such a loser, no wonder, you know, or it can be 
uh, I'm worthless or I'm never going to do X, Y, or Z again. Um, I can't trust this, that, or the other. It's just, it's all over the map. And I want everyone to release, known and unknown, whatever beliefs that were taken with us as we laid aside the body, as we took on in the dying process. I, I think I've shared with you all, I had a life in... Uh, I think it was the late 1500s, the early 1700s, I believe, in Ireland, and I was uh, a servant in a wealthy home, and I worked my fingers to the bone, and I ended up um, getting terrible arthritis, and was the, the family uh, put me upstairs on the fifth floor to, um, they allowed me to live there, but they'd often forget to feed me, and it was a very, very um, terrible, long, long, long dying process. And I came away with as an absolute atheist because I couldn't imagine in my world where I was very, very spiritual uh, and had a deep belief in God in the earlier part of that life. By the end of that life, I came away convinced that there absolutely could not have been any kind of God because no God would have made me suffer so much. So that's an, ex an example of coming away from the death experience and the dying experience with very, very deep, solid beliefs. And I, I know of many of myself, myself, because I, I do get information on my past lives, either from the higher selves or some other um, direction. But in any case, I'm, I want everyone to release, and you can't know, some of you will know, because you know something about your past lives. I want everyone, though, you, you don't have to know. Just open up the heart and just allow it to, to flow. Let the flow of the river help you release all of that, those belief systems that have come in that death and dying experience. The, the many of the death and dying experiences are related of course to the physical body that's why this is so important in this healing today because it's the physical body that dies it's the physical body that ages the soul is forever and so the physical body is the part that is affected so we have a lot of issues around the physical body itself when we when we die we weren't strong enough we weren't uh, we didn't have enough practice. We came unprepared. We were, our, our body gave out on us. Our body betrayed us. You know, all of that kind of stuff. And so I want all of the negative aspects about the body that we've taken on over eons of time. When we died, I shouldn't have been ill or I should have been able to fight this illness off. Uh, I should have known to stay away or all of that berating the self the self-generated, um, or other people telling us too, the judgments, all the self-judgments, the self-criticisms, all of that. So let all of that go, guys. It's almost as if people are bleeding. I'm seeing the patterns, the all these beliefs come out as if as if we're bleeding, as if it's coming out of wounds. 
wounds in the body are bleeding out, so to speak, but they're bleeding out, not in a kind of way that leads to death in, in the real life of the body, but bleeding out in the sense that that people are really letting go. I think people are really connecting with the idea that the physical body itself is a beautiful thing and is letting go of all those hurts and wounds and misunderstandings and misinterpretations and false beliefs that we have taken on over eons of time. And I, it's, it's like we're bleeding that stuff out and just below the river, you know, as I said, I'm seeing this sort of dark red blood and it's just an indicator to me of all that we're letting go, all of the wounds and the hurts and the pain and the suffering and the the, the hatred, the self-hatred, all of this self-distrust, I mean, really uh, lack of self-acceptance and lack of self-love around the physical body. All of this is related specifically to the physical body. Of course, anything else can come along with it, but I am focusing on what is related to the body uh, today, uh, of course. And now I'm calling in what I often use, that divine flush energy, and it's just moving down the river and in through and around the totality of each and every individual in the river to help flush out as much of this blood as possible. This is a cleansing thing. This is to get the residue, to get as deeply, uh, get as much out the residue, the toxins, the, um, you know, the, I, I would say the stain. It's like it's cleaning out the stain that we've carried about the physical body for so long. That word stain is really powerful, and with that, I saw a huge release. It just ended up um, triggering off a lot of stuff. It's as if we have, we are stained. It's it's like having a birthmark on our face or somewhere else. It's like a stain. So all of the the feelings, the negative feelings that we have, and the negative viewpoints, and the negative beliefs that we have about ourselves, is the part of the stain that we put upon our own physical bodies. And I'm seeing now with that divine flush coming in that a lot of that stain is being carried away and the river now is being turned, I would say, a brown color like tea. It's like a tea stain. That's that's the symbol that's coming up for me. Not that tea itself is bad. I'm not, this is no indicator that, that there's something wrong with tea, but it is like a dye or a tea stain that comes out, uh, that's coming out. It's the stigma or the stain that we carry about the physical body. From whatever realm and direction, we all have it on different levels. Okay. I'm again asking that we move this is the last time I'm winding down the healing but I want each and every one of us to just continue to float or stand or walk or swim or uh, however you are picturing yourself in the river I want all of us to continue to do that and to really allow us to be fully encompassed fully permeated with this divinely loving energy this divine health 
divine physical balance and harmony, uh, divine healing, um, divine appreciation, divine acceptance. I mean, all, all this beautiful energy and joy, the idea of loving ourselves physically from every moment of the day. If we see something that we would perceive of as flawed or lacking, that we, instead of disliking it, that we say, hey, that's an opportunity for us to go in to either continue to work and neutralize or to motivate, to uh, take care of something that maybe we need to take care of. Maybe we're we're people who um, put off taking care of something and, you know, we have a lump in the breast maybe and we kind of put off going to see the doctor out of fear, that sort of thing, or we... We put off taking, you know, taking a look at that funny-looking mole on our skin. It just looks funny, and it just keeps growing, and maybe that isn't really good, but we kind of put off taking care of it. So any of that delay, we want to let all of that go. We want to bring in the divine attention, divine discernment, divine motivation, divine clarity, We want to just completely, completely, completely uh, let all of that go and allow the um, allow the, the the energy to move in. So we take care, we discern, and we take care of the physical body. We absolutely love the physical body. It is a part of us. It's a part of our whole beingness. Wow. The higher self are indicating to me that simultaneously we have been working on every particle within the physical body. For, you know, the particles within the physical body uh, also have pure soul essence. They also have chakras. They also have etheric bodies. And they are indicating that the healing has been very deep. And we have been working also on the, the particles within the body. I've talked about them in the past. And we have been working to clear those as well. So this this healing is very substantial and it should give everybody some steps forward in loving themselves physically. Um, the We're going around another corner and I'm seeing now that there's an indicator that it's time to, that the, 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 the river banks are now moving back down and people are beginning to step out of the river. Now this doesn't mean you can't love yourself properly, but the the indication is simply that the healing is done. And the encouragement is that when we start to find ourselves saying something negative to ourselves about the body, or maybe somebody says it for us, you know, well, you know, for those actors in the world, I'm sorry, but you just, you know, got the wrong hair color, or you're too short, or you're, you know, you don't have a nice enough smile, or whatever somebody might say. I want everyone to feel free that you can step back in that river to remind yourself as much as you would like. And eventually, I'm what the what the goal is or the hope is that we all are literally living out of that river all the time. That we are loving ourselves so fully that where there isn't a, it isn't about getting in and out of the river. But I do see people stepping out simply because our focus of attention is such that we're drawn to these other things. But because we've been in this river now, we've neutralized a lot of stuff, a lot of belief patterns around the physical body. Um, I feel like there's a lot of 
progress made here towards the true loving of the totality of the self because we have moved forward in loving the physical self. Higher selves are also putting everybody within uh, that cocoon that they do every time. The processing will continue for those who are still in process. It helps with the acclimation. Um, and the forever now moment is actually closing down. So the healing is actually come to a close. Um, I, I truly hope that each and every one of you felt that because it was very powerful and I'm I'm I was thinking boy because I do wake up and often through the day say to myself gee I'm so happy with my body you know I really love my body but I realized that I still carried some stuff that I wasn't thinking about and I I don't focus on myself when I do the healing but I just sort of give blanket permission that's to the higher self to help me release. And I realized that that was really important for me too. And so I'm again thanking Suzanne. It's important for everybody, even someone like me who's been doing this work for a long time and have been working on the physical body in a lot of different ways, as you guys know, and have healed myself of many, many things. So I'm if I'm benefiting, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that each and every one of you are also benefiting. I'm just hoping. If you listen to the healing again, I didn't cover everything that's important to you. Remember that it's a conglomerate healing, so the issues that come out are the ones that are, as a group, are the most important. doesn't mean you don't have issues I didn't mention. Um, I did see... Um, I did see when this issue came up for me, and I was talking to the higher self about it. I mean, when Suzanne suggested it, uh, one of the things I did see, which I didn't see during the healing itself, was uh, self-mutilation or self-hurting the self physically. Um, and hurting self physical, physically can take many different forms. It can take, you know, forms of addiction. It can take forms of, you know, uh, physically cutting the self or... Um, that sort of thing. It didn't come up in this healing, so my my guess is that it's, uh, again, not compared to all the other stuff that we worked on. It isn't at the priority, and there's a limited amount of time. doesn't mean you can't pause it if you have any issues of self-hurting the self physically. You can pause it, and that can be passive-aggressively hurting. It can't, doesn't have to be directly hurting. It can be any different type of layers. If you consider it you're hurting yourself physically, even just by not exercise, go in, pause it, and start to release all of that too while you're in the river and allow the healing to come in as well. So that's the scoop, guys. Um, now next week, again, I am going to be working on the spiritual side of life, and I do talk about the spiritual side and a lot of healing, so I'm not sure exactly where the higher selves are going to be bringing us, but I think it's definitely worth, worth doing the other side because even if only things we know about from other healings come up, we know we have deeper layers in those things. I like to have the focus just on the spiritual side. So I, I just, again, thanking Suzanne over and over again. Also, 
I want to give out my email one more time, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. My website is either JanetRichmond.com or HigherSelfVoice.com. I'm also on the meetups. uh, I have a meetup group. You can find me on meetup if you're local. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, I mean, a lot of different things. So I encourage anybody to reach out and and Twitter accounts, I think I have three, okay? I mean, I'm out there and I don't have much of a presence yet, but it's building slowly and more and more with the second book coming out. I just, if there's, if things speak to you, what the higher self is sharing, what I share, please reach out. Feel free to email me. I always respond. It may be in a day or two or three. Sometimes my life is crazy and I can't get to all my emails because I get a lot um, for different reasons. So, you know, don't ever think you're not important to me. I will respond, okay? Okay, guys, thank you so much again for being part of the show, for being part of my my movement forward and also sharing it with me and uh, making it even more... uh, more productive, more helpful. The the group energy is spectacular and also all the ideas and all the help, all the the knowledge that comes out because we share back and forth and you you know when you ask for healings, there's always new stuff that comes up in the healings. It's just fabulous. So thank you, thank you, thank you everyone and hope you have a wonderful week and I will be back on next week. Until then, adios. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.